number 62.5, Learning to Stay. I'll begin with a rather lengthy quote from Pema Chodron, Getting Unstuck. Pema Chodron is the world expert on how to be present. I, I recommend just anything she has to say. It's far better to put that in my head than what my own mind generally puts there. And Pema says, If the need to be present and not caught up with your thinking resonates with you, and you start practicing with it in your meditation and in your daily life, and your willingness grows to learn to stay, which takes courage, then what really starts to happen is you start asking the right questions. How to learn to stay is basically your question. How to learn to see. How to be gentle. How to find space. How to find warmth. How to find things that will allow you to stay when it's really jumpy. How long should I stay? It's a good question. And it's different every time. But you keep coming back and you keep doing it over and over and over, and you train in learning to stay. And this is a good use of the rest of your life. Indeed, it is a good, excellent, joyful use of the rest of your life. Instead of getting better and better at avoiding, learn to accept the present moment as if you had invited it, and work with it instead of against it, and making it your ally rather than your enemy. It's said in the Veda, as well as in many Buddhist teachings, that it is not anything in the present moment that causes us to suffer, but rather our resistance to the present moment that brings the experience of suffering. It's our habit of avoidance. And the primary way we avoid is by escaping into our thinking. Now, this doesn't mean that the present moment is comfortable. It just means that discomfort, uh, sometimes called pain, is one thing, suffering is another. Suffering is always optional. And most suffering comes about because of our avoidance of this present moment and the wondering what if and if only end. In our thinking, when we escape into our thinking, we move into story. Why do I feel bad? Whose fault is it I feel bad? Mine or my spouse's or my parents? Or what does it say about me, about them, about life that I feel bad? If I think about it long enough and in just the right way, can I have it all come out better? What should I have done? What, what will I do next time? We move into story and a hundred questions that have no answers. We move into speculation all the what-ifs and if-onlys, and in that speculation, we suffer. What we learn from the great spiritual teachings is to step out of story and into the feelings of the moment, into acceptance of the truth of life, right here, right now. As Pema Chodron says, we learn to stay. We become aware of when we step out of the present moment and into our thinking, and when we notice, we simply return to our breath, to our senses, 
to our feet on the ground, the, the wind in our face, the sounds around us, to this moment and how it feels to be in this moment, the sensations, inner and outer, of being in this moment. We learn to interrupt the habitual story of our thinking and its warnings of hopelessness, victimization, and impending doom. And we come to the here and now with an openness and acceptance of what is and with a sense of compassion for the difficulty it can sometimes be to live as a human. Life is not for the faint of heart. It really hurts to love someone and lose them. It hurts to not have things turn out the way we wanted them to turn out. It hurts to see ourselves as less than we would like to be, less strong, less courageous, less successful, less able to love, less able to allow ourselves to be loved. All of these things are extraordinarily uncomfortable. And if we're involved in a spiritual life, it means we're willing to look at these things, own these things, know these things about ourselves in order to find our way forward from here to the next iteration, to the next step in our own evolution. We have to be here before we go there. We can't just sit here and wish we were somewhere else. It has never worked for me. But when I sit here in the discomfort, I know where I am and I can feel where the next step lies. We step out of our thinking. We interrupt the process at whatever point we become aware of it. And even with the smallest beginning, noticing we are in speculation, even once during the course of the day, we begin to change. We move in the direction of becoming awakened. And as we come awake, suffering begins to fall away. Life will continue to challenge us. The present moment will continue to be at times supremely uncomfortable. But the suffering will fall away. Life is meant to be enjoyed. It can only be enjoyed in the here and now. To let go of suffering is to make ourselves available to the possibility of joy here and now, in this moment. If we're not willing to feel the discomfort, we're not going to be here to feel the joy. Today, I will set an aspiration to be present to the sensations of the moment, within this body and outside this body, to be alive in my own skin rather than in my thinking. I will notice when I have drifted back into speculation, and I will take a deep breath, feel my feet on the ground, and I will once again open my heart to the here and now. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. 
And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.